The following production is part of the Play Some Video Games Podcast Network. gentlemen welcome to this month's edition of the state of the xbox empire joining me for well we're still in september as we're recording this so hopefully this gets out within the next day september <laughs> um, to remember september to remember. second that's right <laughs> uh that's donnie you heard his voice there donnie how Greetings, are you Koopalings. what is this Koopaling stuff again we've talked about this before it's my thing man it's mm-hmm. my thing I rocking see. it since since day one i know and we'll have to stop that one day. And to join us this month, to round up, you know, because we have a lot of uh, Xbox expertise over here. We wanted to get more in here. We wanted to get in someone who was even more we need green. More. It's right. We, we need, need more. 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 More power. Unlimited more. power. Yes. And that voice, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> is That's what I sound like all the time. <laughs> he wakes up in the morning. It's like, more. Yeah. Uh, Caleb Sawyer. Welcome What's to the up? show. What's up? What's up? Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on. Yes, when I wake up in the morning, I sound like a boomer. (laughs) Every day. Do you do you have the uh, the explosive shot by your by your bed there? Just just pick up up and shoot. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a disaster every morning. My (laughs) wife generally my wife generally invites people over we don't like, and then lets me wake up when they're in the room, and then we don't have to see them again. There you go. That's that's a plan. I like it. This uh, isn't going to be published like in public, is it? Because I just mm, kind of admitted to lots of murders. We're well, very we're very public. It's kind of a big deal. Sorry. <laughs> okay, well, it's been great being on. You'll never see me again. Sorry, go, ahead. go ahead. Welcome to the show. I see you're you're reminding me of Donnie a little bit now, and you're because we're looking at your video, and you got yeah, yeah. Watchdogs, you got Borderlands, you got Control things. Donnie's got all kinds of stuff behind him. I don't even know it's Nintendo stuff. I can't tell. Um, <laughs> So tell us a little bit about what you do, Mr. Sawyer. Um, I am the uh, co-founder, editor-in-chief, and executive producer over at NerdyBits.com. Um, Nerdy Bits is a thing I started in 2012 that was kind of just an outlet for me to get my my writing out uh, and has since transformed into a pretty diverse podcast network. Um, we create YouTube content. We have streamers. We have blog posts, all sorts of good stuff. Um so yeah, that's that's what I do, mm-hmm. uh, and then uh, all the stuff around me is my collection of nerdy stuff because my wife made me put it in one room, and I figured it should be my office. Yes, very nice. You know, so I, it all in one place. I see the Borderlands Three poster. Have you been playing a lot of Borderlands yet? I have played about seven, eight hours. Um, I made the mistake of having a <laughs> the second season of a podcast I do with my grandmother. Um, about video games uh, launch the beginning of September and so I didn't get a chance to finish Control and so then Borderlands came out I'm sorry, Gears came out and I was like, well I gotta play this and then Borderlands came out the next week and I was three games behind in like a matter of time so I'm not all the way through Borderlands but I'm playing it and enjoying it 
um, and gritting and like gritting my teeth at the corny ass humor, but it's fun. <laughs> I'm somewhere in the beginning of Borderlands 2 because I'd never jumped on that train until like a few months ago I started playing 2, and that's fun. But I haven't jumped into 3 yet or Control, so one of these days Ugh. I'll get out of those. That, Guys, Control. Was it? Is it is it's, it's, a, it's Game of the Year quality, y'all. Really? It's, yeah, it's incredible. I, uh, I like Remedy games, but I don't know. Something about Control just never really clicked with me from the advertisements. Do you like Twilight Zone? Yeah. Do you like Black Mirror? Oh, I do like Black Mirror. Do you like Twin Peaks? I've never seen it. All right. Well, imagine all the, all three of those things had a baby. It's weird and bizarre and beautiful. And last night I fought a giant worm in the astral plane that was trapped inside a fridge. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that not making cool. that up. That sounds, like, that sounds like something Donnie would play, honestly. You know, something with a, a worm in a fridge. Does that sound up your alley? It's, Nintendo would have it, right? Uh, no. <laughs> that's, that's what you're describing, Metroid. <laughs> Con- control, uh, I wasn't in a quantum break, as, as Nathan knows. So I can't say that I'm like super into Remedy stuff, like alan wake but quantum break really didn't go well with me so and there's so much to play right now so i, I skipped it but i'm i mean planning i'm planning to get to it it's on the list i'll get there probably on black friday or something i don't know i'm sure i'm thinking about doing some trade-ins tomorrow so maybe 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 tomorrow maybe i'll pick it up i don't know i'll check the used prices on it and whatnot yeah yeah for sure it's definitely something that you should get to i don't know if it, remedy has the ability to swing around the uh First day release hammer the way you know Gears and Borderlands and Call of Duty and Gear, Ghost Recon do like those games come out and people get out of their way, um, but it's good it's good you should definitely sink some teeth into it. Very good. So Caleb, one thing that we used to do I don't even know if we still do this anymore is when we have first time guests on we ask them about their first gaming memory. All right, I'm down for that. Um, so. There's there's a couple, and I know that's not first, but like I remember the first time playing games was like the first time I really remember it was bringing home my Sega Genesis for the first time. Um, I know I played, I had to have played NES and like maybe some N64 before that because I got a, I got a Genesis a little late, um, but I was like seven or eight, got a Sega Genesis, had Sonic, of course. And it was the Sonic cartridge that had the opening in the top, mm-hmm. so that you could put. Um, so it was like Sonic and Knuckles, right? Like you Sonic play. and Knuckles into it. You could play Knuckles through like, so it was Sonic and Knuckles with the opening, and yeah. then you could put like Sonic one or two on it and play all of those levels with Knuckles. Um, and my uncle gave me the cheats and said, "Beat it first. And I didn't. <laughs> I played through the game as Super Sonic because I was seven and I was like, "Gave me cheats." Um, <laughs> The one that I remember most, like more like frequently, uh, is when I was like 11 or 10. I was 10. Uh, and we were playing Halo 1 for the first time. Mm. Um, my uncle worked at a video game store, I think, at the time um, and brought it home a little early. He wasn't supposed to. But I remember getting to Truth and Reconciliation, which is like Mission 2, technically 3, and being like, oh, my God. Um, and yeah. That, that that's the those are the two big ones. Nice. So that's kind of how you started getting in to the Xbox side of things too. Then is with with Halo and the original yeah. Xbox release. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, I beat. I played that game with my uncle, and I had my mom buy me the Fall of Reach book for my birthday, which is in December. So I like. I played it in November, had the book for Christmas, and read through it over Christmas break, and like I was hooked. I now own all the books and several statues and every game, and yeah, I'm, I'm a Halo geek. Nice. Which is actually how I met you. Exactly. So yeah. we met at Outpost Discovery in Chicago. You're from St. Louis area. So That's you correct. had a bit of a drive. A little bit, you had double the drive that I had up there. Yeah, it was a five and a half-ish hour drive for us. Yeah. yeah. That, was, that was a pretty cool event. Overall, what were, what were your takes on, what were your standouts on the event up there? Um, it was, it's actually really one thing, but it's a pretty diverse, like, idea. It's the fact that, like, so I went up with my grandmother. She was there with me. Um, we do a podcast called Procedural Generations. It's about how video games have, like, tied our family together. Because it's, like, me, my 19, it's a 19-year-old, my brother, a 20, how old am I? 20, 27. I'm 27. A 27 this has happened old. to me. I've literally forgot my own age. So to like, see somebody else do it makes me feel better. Yeah, you feel better. You feel a lot better. So it's a 19-year-old, a 27-year-old, a 39-year-old, and a 66-year-old all playing games together and like how that's impacted us. And so we are doing the second season on Halo, and that got us up there. And I remember going through the first meet and greet in the, um, the like uh, VIP room. And I was like, I could go up there and be like, I do podcasts and I might do one with my grandma and make it look like I dragged her there. Mm-hmm. And or I could have her go up and say, hey, I do a podcast with my grandson and we're playing the Halo games. And I thought that would be more charming. So we did that. And over that, like next 10 minutes of meeting people, people took pictures of us and like subscribed to our podcast on their phones. So they like showing us so we could see it. And the next day when we walked in, like, high-level members of staff at 343 were like, Grandma, Grandson, podcast, because they'd been, like, sharing it. Mm -hmm. So, like, my biggest takeaway wasn't even from the actual event. It was just being able to interact with, like, the people. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Walking past Steve Downs and, like, oh, my God. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's Master Chief. That just happened. Yeah. Steve Downs, Jen Taylor, Kiki Wolf Kill, all them were up there. Yeah, Bonnie Ross. Like, mm-hmm. it's just so many people I never thought I'd, like, see, let alone them know about me before I actually got a chance to meet them, which is weird. <laughs> Your reputation precedes you, good sir. <laughs> yeah, like, it was so weird. That's Someone cool. was like, oh, yeah, I've heard about you guys. And it was like, that's, you shouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? But, yeah, like, what what weird dimension am I in where I'm suddenly important? Yeah, that's cool. That's a really yeah. cool experience, though. Um, and I did get a chance to meet your grandmother as well with you. You know, you guys had your monogrammed shirts, uh, your jackets on yep. from, from uh, yep. Outpost Discovery. Those are pretty cool. Uh, she was also very pleasant to speak with as well. So um, maybe one day we'll have to get her on the show and see if she wants to join us at ungodly hours in the evening. <laughs> hey, man, if you ever want to – right now she's probably playing Warframe. Warframe. If you ever want to talk about Warframe <laughs> – she plays that game like ten hours a week. She she stays up until two or three in the morning. Don't worry, she <laughs> she can hang, she can hang. <laughs> nice, cool. Well, let's transition out for a little bit and talk a little bit about the recent. Um, what do we want to call it? it, it it's the Xbox uh, Connect Direct State of <laughs> Xbox. 
the inside <laughs> Xbox, the it has a name. <laughs> the two hours of wasted time. Yeah, oh boy. I mean oh it's boy. yeah. Okay. It's getting hard for even Xbox fans, like their fanboys, to even they're like, yeah, we just. So I'm gonna be honest because when I was trying to figure out what time it was, I was googling Xbox Direct. <laughs> <laughs> Because, like, Nintendo Direct is just, like, it's second nature now. and It's synonymous. They yeah. got the Kleenex. They were there first. Like, exactly. it is the thing. Even when PlayStation does their thing, people are like, the PlayStation Direct. Mm-hmm. If I mean, honestly, if I were Phil Spencer, I would just copy it. Yeah. I would. I would just say, like, we're having an Xbox Direct. And then when people got mad, be like, that's the, that's the time for them to, like, rub elbows and buddy up again. Like, we just think they did such a great job Nintendo and Xbox are such good friends. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. we're such big admirers of Nintendo. Like, <laughs> we, we've got to, we just, why, why try to do something different? And then everybody yeah. would love them for it. They'd be like, oh, my God, Phil Spencer is a great guy. Look at him. You know, like, I would just copy it. Yeah, because the inside Xbox thing isn't working. Like The, yeah. the whole show isn't working. This is bad. I mean, yeah, I was gonna say the name isn't doesn't fix the problems. With yeah, the problem. You're actually mm-hmm. right. Like, Nintendo's like, please don't use the name. You're killing it. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they're mad. Not because they're using it. Period. Because they're using it poorly. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, guys, you can use it, but oh my god, pick it up. Dude. I mean, I like the fact that they're talking to fans. They're reaching out. They're providing information. But at the same time, I mean, on the same day, you had the Sony State of Play, which was like 21 minutes, and it was. Yeah. Trailer, 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 right? Only yep. one trailer really mattered to any of us, had, I think. Uh, Axel Megaton had something to say. Yeah. They had the, the release date, right? Was And a new trailer for The Last of Us. That was the big hitter for Sony, right? So for <laughs> Xbox... It's like the only thing they have going for them. Go ahead. <laughs> for Xbox, the big hitter they had was, in my opinion, information about the Project xCloud. And that was at, like, the middle of the show, and it was, like, five minutes, and it was, hey, sign up for a beta, possibly, if you have Android. (laughs) Their whole thing that they had been presenting to lure people into watching this thing was, hey, come, we have information about xCloud, and they really didn't. The information they had is they had a sign-up page. Mm -hmm. Which I couldn't get to from my iPhone, by the way. Like, I never could. Yeah. It never worked. So they're they're hard saying, like, if you have an iOS device, you can't sign up. (laughs) No. (laughs) So I actually went onto my Xbox because I was down in my in my area with the Xbox. I didn't have a computer nearby and signed up on my Xbox for the the uh, the thing. Anyway, if I get selected, I'll have to figure out what kind of Android device I should get to use it because I don't have one. Because <laughs> uh, I got, just don't. But yeah, I know. I know it's. <laughs> but no, I want to be part of the thing. <clears throat> Huh? What, what you, you want to be part of the thing? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's uh, what Inside Xbox is. Mm-hmm. That's what State of Play is. That's what a Nintendo Direct is. It's wanting people, getting people to want to be a part of the thing, so they sit down and watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Like, I've been saying this. I work at GameStop part time right now um, to like make ends meet. But like, one of the things I talk about the most with people is that that when they complain that this year's boring or that like. Uh, that inside Xbox was a bunch of crap and state of play was just stuff we already knew we were getting, but oh, cool, a date. Um, but Nintendo's are always so exciting. I always, I always argue, and not even argue, I always point out Nintendo doesn't have anything system based coming out next year. 
right? Like their switch lights out. They might have a heavier or a more heavy duty switch next fall because that would make sense, right? Also, side note, they should have called it the light switch. <laughs> because why not? And then they could call the the big beefy one the power switch, but whatever. Um <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Just marketing. Let's go. Um, but, like, Nintendo's in their... They're playing their A game right now. Um, but Microsoft and PlayStation are playing everything really close to the vest because they want to make 2020 exciting. So, like, to just don't watch Inside Xbox until, like, December or January when they start getting closer and closer to announcing the Xbox. Don't watch State of Play until we find out when they're going to do... They're announcement of PlayStation 5, because they're both keeping secrets. Mm-hmm. And when you're keeping secrets, the things you want to release are always things that aren't really exciting. I don't know. That's what that's my take on it. Like, it'll, they've got stuff to show us. They're just not going <laughs> to. Yeah. And we also live in, in leak, leak culture, right? Like, all the information leaks before, yeah. and, you know, it's disseminated out. I usually don't pay attention to the backwards channels, but I know Donnie's all over it. He posts it from the Discord all the time about... <laughs> You know, this this data that I was like, well, I, I'll just wait until Phil Spencer says this is real, because until it says he says it, it's not real. Yeah, um, exactly. But so from my like perspective, looking at the uh, the Xbox inside Xbox, I was about to say Xbox Direct again. Um, I, I get what they're trying to do. They're trying to be snarky. They're trying to kind of capture some of that millennial crowd, I think, that kind of likes that kind of banter. But at the same time. The millennial crowd that they're trying to capture isn't going to tune in for 90 minutes. There's no way. They're 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 checking their phones. They're tweeting about something else. They're they're going to something else at that point. Sure. But uh, I don't know. I, I I wish that I, I like that they're doing something. It's better than nothing. But at the same time, when you compare it to the direct and the Sony state of play, it's just it's a lot of bloat. You know what I mean? I don't think this is any better than just letting Larry Herb do 20 minutes of announcements. I listen to his Xbox every week. Well, whenever it's out. It just put, let, let him <laughs> put on his week. white gloves and talk <laughs> his way through it. You don't even have to do all the production and show everything. I mean, it's so incredibly staged and scripted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It completely comes off as disingenuous. It's so bloated and long. Mm-hmm. Do They have these little moments where they highlight games that I think just fall flat. With the mm-hmm. people that are watching, or at least the people that I listen to that are watching, people like me. Mm-hmm. And not yeah. everything has to be like people like me, but, you know, like, the, they really lost me. I didn't watch this one. Nope, not at all. I signed off on the last one, if you remember, when they did their NBA thing. <laughs> and, um, oh, God, who, they had somebody on the show. I don't even forget who it now. They played for the Pelicans. One of the, the Lakers kids that got traded over to the Pelicans. And they had him on. And he was just sitting in a chair. And it, it was like they didn't rehearse anything. They just walked up to him and they're like, hey, you excited for the, the ratings? And he was like, nah, I never really pay much attention. And I was like, why is he here? <laughs> what What is going the, on the right now? The biggest folly of video games is they try to get people that are from other industries that like play games and make it look like they know what they're doing. And every time I do it at E3 or PAX, or get, it's always train wreck, dude. It's so, always the worst, except for Keanu Reeves. He, he killed it. Since then... I have like just written them off until further notice. I'm done. And like it, they, I gave them a year. It started at EXO, where I streamed that entire thing with Lobo, and we literally like die on camera, like on camera. You can see us. We're pulling our hair out. Like you've got to be kidding me. They've please have something else to say. And then you know, like the two or three since then, and then this one. And like I didn't watch this one. I, um, there's a great YouTube channel 
um, that just scrubs out all of it, and they just break out the. They basically create a Nintendo Direct out of it. So yeah. after they stream for an hour and forty five minutes, they like here's two minutes of <laughs> what was inside Xbox. And you're like, oh, yeah. this is great, and you watch it. And and then when I watched it, I was like, yeah, there's nothing. There's not much here. I mean, that, that's your point about them not having a whole lot is interesting. Um, I don't want to turn it into a PlayStation versus Xbox type of thing, but I actually really enjoyed the state of play. I, I thought it was great, and I thought they had a uh, there was more even outside of the Last of Us. There were things that I was interested in. Not on the Xbox side. The only thing that I was really interested in the entire thing was that sign-up page. And uh, if you're streaming yeah. for 90 minutes and that's the takeaway of someone who considers themselves to be a big fan, that's a problem. Hey, that's yeah. a real problem. And see, the way I... I don't mean to say that, like, PlayStation doesn't have anything. Um, but what has bothered me the most about PlayStation in the last two years is that they seem like they're high on their own supply. Like the last E3 they did was the most lofty yeah, that one and was weird, weird too. thing in the world, and then they just didn't show up, and then yep. they canceled their their PSX. PSX, yeah, PlayStation Experience. They canceled that, and so everyone's kind of been in the dark. So PlayStation could have talked about anything this yeah. week, and people would have been like, "But I mean, got, they had they, well, they had they haven't talked, but they, they also had, had LA Noir for VR. You know, like they had the the artsy little indie game in the snow. They had an awesome Call of Duty trailer. Like even outside of the last one stuff, they had things that I think like meant things." Right, you know, and like... I, I think Xbox is inside Xbox is so big right now uh, because they didn't know what they wanted to do with it, and because I think they're leaving room to grow. Because like, when the next Xbox gets announced, <clears throat> and all of the studios, the like thirteen studios that Xbox has bought in the last three years, are able to start talking about what they're doing. We're going to see what Ninja Theory's making, In Exile's making, Obsidian's making. We're just going to get dumped on next year. And I think that's, that's when those inside that's Xbox the hope. will be interesting. But, like, if that doesn't happen, they need to severely that's cut it say, That's the hope. Yeah. Like, we're all hoping that. That's what we want them to do. Yeah. Um, but we also all thought Fable was going to be E3, too. So, mm. like, I, I don't know. I, I'm not sure. I'm not sold. But, I, I mean, I've got faith. I mean, they bought the studios for a reason. They will have things to show for sure. Yeah. I just think that they should just use the Major Nelson podcast because it's fine. It's listenable. <laughs> just let him do a direct, you know, let him do, you know, yeah. like like five or ten minutes. Let him and somebody else get two or three people, like, start to build actual – because here's the other thing about the inside Xbox is I, I barely know half of the people that are on stage. Mm -hmm. they, they always – they're constantly shuffling and thinking, like, let's start to build some personalities. You know, put Sarah yeah. Condi back on there. Put Larry Hurt back up there. Like, keep some people there every time. And quit quit with all the theatrics. Show us a trailer, talk about it. Show us another trailer, talk about it. Show us another trailer, talk about it, and go home. Like it's not rocket science. I don't. Th it's, it's it's interesting because, like Devin is probably the biggest foil for me in this regard, because Devin's like, no, I like the deep dives. But as much as I know he does, I don't think he watches all of Inside Xbox either. So like, I even I question commitment there. But like, it's <laughs> you can like a deep dive. But just because you like a deep dive on a particular game doesn't mean you want to watch six deep dives on six games, right? Yeah, sure. So what sure. you do is you show trailers for six people or for six games or announcements or DLC or whatever it is you've got to say, and then you instruct somebody where they can go to find out more. Mm -hmm. And that's where you go find your deep dive if you're interested in it. I'm not interested in Ghost Recon. I don't. 
the well, moment they're like, you. we're shame about to talk you, for 35 minutes about Ghost Recon. I'm like, I'm not going to watch this anymore. Why would I? Like, you, you're just, all you're doing, it's like one after the other. Every time they transition, they just have people turning it off. There's, it's like, it's supposed to go the opposite way. After every transition to a new thing, you should have more people turning it on. Yeah. And inside Xbox is literally the opposite. Like, you have more people at the start. And then as they go on, they're like, no. No, and just waves of people start clicking <laughs> off, you know, like yeah. it's the other way around. Yeah, but well, they should just fracture it, like you guys are saying. They should do a twenty-minute clip show, tops, maybe fifteen-minute clip show. Uh, that's just like we got this, 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 and this. Game Pass has this. Game Pass PC has this, and boom. And then yep. there, the inside Xbox should be like a week-long thing where they have the the end the the main event on the Monday. And then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, they release that's what the, the Xbox 30 minute deep drive that's things what YouTube that they want. Is to. For, that's what Twitch yeah. is for. Like that stuff will find a way. And here's the thing if you if the inside Xbox was positioned correctly, they would like you would bring more people to find that content. Because that's the other thing, is you don't know when that content's going on. Like uh what's the what's the ninja the ninja theory game that's coming out? That's like bleeding, a demo. Bleeding edge. I would love to watch people play it and learn more about it if I knew when and where that stuff was. You know, it's like if they came out like, here's another trailer. Here's a character profile on somebody in Bleeding Edge. Are you interested in this game? We'll be streaming it all week at 3 o'clock on Xbox Twitch channel. Like, that's yeah. good news. Like, that's direct. There you go. Yeah. Let's keep it going. If you weren't interested in it, you didn't turn it off because it wasted all of six seconds of your day. But if you were, you got the information you know to go find out more. Like, that's what they should be doing. And it's just – I feel like – um Nathan, I, I honestly feel like they're doing it just to dif differentiate themselves. I think they're just trying to be different. I think that's all it is. Is I think they're like, Nintendo does this, PlayStation does this. We've got to be different. We've got to stand out. Maybe and, they're um, trying to humanize it more because they're bringing the human factor in a lot more than anybody else. Sure, definitely. But I, I think it's just, I think they're shooting themselves in the foot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's I, think, because... I mean, at the end of the day, they don't want to know how the sausage is made. They just want to see if it tastes good. I don't think they. I don't think they realize. Well, they know. they're focusing on the human element and then putting relatively unentertaining humans up on the mm -hmm. stage. So. Yeah. Yeah. And this all sucks because, like, I know everyone that's putting this together. Like, they work hard. Try, try and yeah. is doing their best work. But they Didn't just it kind not... of feel like an MTV production. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> please stop. <laughs> like it does. It does. Right. Like you've got like like some girl comes out. And they're like, "Hey guys, are we excited? Oh my God! Here's the pizza guy. Oh." Oh, it's got Ghost Recon. Do you like Ghost Recon? Do you do you drink energy drinks? We got Gears Energy Drink. You know, it's just like wow, this feels like an MTV production, like big time. Oh man! <laughs> All right, that's well, where, let's... that's where TRL's production thing went. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, so let's pass this a little bit farther and get over into a major release that came out recently. So, if you have Game Pass, Blair Witch. <laughs> that's right. Blair Witch came out. Was that even that was in September? Wasn't it? That I played was, it. Was that beginning of September? Yeah, uh, it was. I mean, it was the same day as Gears, dude. Yep. I was won't it? spend crazy amounts of time on it, but Kevin played it and loved it. Well, I don't know if he loved it. Kevin played it and really enjoyed it. Didn't you play it and get stuck in a wall? I played it. I got stuck. It froze, and then the entire time I was playing it, the frame rate was garbage, like really bad, like stuttering. Anytime it was only um, if I moved the camera at all, left or right. If I panned horizontally, it just stuttered left and right. And when I posted about it, they were like, Donnie, we don't have any of these issues. Or when I say we, I mean Kevin. Kevin was like, I didn't have any of these issues. So then I captured it all. 
like I recorded it and posted it. I was like, wait a minute, I need evidence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and I put it up there. Uh, maybe it'll get patched. I did have a really nice um, Twitter discussion with Adam Leonard and a few other folks that reported the same. It was because here's the interesting thing, Nathan. It seems to be the people that are playing on X are having the issue. And I'm mm-hmm. wondering if, like, the 4K HDR is killing the performance. Were there any sliders where you could, like, disable I could, anything? I could find them. Okay. Yeah, I couldn't find any. And Kevin was like, I played on S and it ran perfectly. It's also like kind of like just like a muddy, kind of blurry game period. You know, mm-hmm. it's... Is it meant to like, be? Like, is that the aesthetic? I think they, they that's what they would tell you. I mean, it, <laughs> I would... I, I would postulate that it, this is an indie game trying to look like a AAA game, and thus the result. You know, it's like this is a smaller studio trying to show you like a great, you know, like un, I won't say uncharted, but like first person, you know, Edith Finch type thing. Mm-hmm. And they don't quite meet the bar. So did you, I did not like it. <laughs> but did you pet the dog? Uh, no. No, oh. I did not pet the dog. I don't know if you can. Can you pet the dog? Yeah, that's a big thing. You can pet the dog. And everybody's scared no, I didn't you. Pet the dog. I would have probably had to look down, and it would have taken six. <laughs> I mean, I feel bad because by I the wanna, time he looked at the dog, it died I don't just trash the game. But to be quite honest with you, I just didn't. I played the so I played the first two chapters, first three chapters of the game. I gave it. To, I tried, and uh, even outside of the performance issues, because honestly, I wasn't really judging it by that so much. I just wasn't enjoying what I was playing. I was like, this is not the game that I thought this was going to be, and I just turned it off. So. I don't play scary games, so don't ask me. Let's move on. Yeah. I don't either. So uh, Donnie is the scary person over here. He he watches all the movies and all the spookies. That's where mm-hmm. Donnie's, a, Donnie lives. There is a Chucky doll behind him. So mm-hmm. watches over him. So I don't think that was the game you were going to bring up. What no, were you going to bring it, up? It wasn't. <laughs> I was going to talk about uh, Gears Five. Yes. Now we've all had a chance to at least play a little bit of Gears Five, but Donnie. You completed it. I've completed the campaign. I've played a little bit of the multiplayer. Um, I had a couple nights. I had to play one round of Escape, which I want to play more of. And just, we have a really terrible track record of PSVG getting people to get out of the play. It doesn't matter, like, how many time, times we play games. The only people that pl- actually play games together are Kyle and Josh. <laughs> Nobody else actually plays, but I, I've been trying. I've played some Apex with Kevin. Okay. Sure. <laughs> Apex. <laughs> Um, I did play a little bit with um, with Sean Capri, and uh, I, I played a lot of it with some some randos. I played a little bit with Bat Bit, and um, so the multiplayer is good. But I, I really couldn't go too far into review on that. But I did complete the campaign, and uh, I really liked it. It was really really good. So I've only played probably about three whole minutes, mm, a little bit longer, six. Um, <laughs> about maybe I'm in Act One. In wow. the first area. So, like, not in the first area. So, after the missile launches, I'm past that part. <laughs> You're laughing at him, dude. I played the first night the game came out, and the servers were so bad, I couldn't play co-op with my buddies. So that's a real and thing. And I don't even think, I don't even think I saw the rocket launch. That's a real thing. That That's, unfortunately, I don't want to ding them too much for it, because, I mean, it's 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 kind of in new territory, and, like, they they do have some reason for it, but oh yeah, absolutely. Xbox Live went down, like its opening weekend it was down, and uh, even that entire first week, the, I had a lot of technical issues. I had a game freeze crash, and I lost an entire chapters worth of progress. Normally, I would like come in and kill a game for it, but we also found out like three and a half million people subscribed to it in Game Pass and jumped in, and they were all playing, and everybody tried to say, jump in. Think of the install base, like 
Gears Four's install base was pretty big because it's a it's a franchise staple, but like now that Game Pass is established and it's proven itself time and time again mm-hmm. to be such a valuable investment, uh, when Gears Ultimate came out for people getting Ultimate and Ultimate was so easy to get for cheap, and it has been over the last like four months since E3. It's like a dollar. I was I was terrified that Thursday night. I was like, yo, this game's gonna. Like, I didn't have any expectations, which is why I don't hold it against them at all. I did not expect their servers to handle that weight. Um, and when it didn't, I was like, yeah. <laughs> like, good for you guys, for sure, because a lot of people are playing this. But, like, yeah, I'm going to wait, like, a week. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I, and I was wondering how many people may have tried and didn't and, like, turned it off. They quit. You know, like, they, they, there's probably some subscribers out there that tried Game Pass for Gears, and they were like, no, never mind. Yeah. You know, I, I thought that was a little interesting. Um, just an interesting thought. I, I, I like I said I don't want to kill them for it too much because it is rarefied air. But they they've they need to learn from it and they got to try to do better. Otherwise, it's going to kill their subscription retention. If every time they launch a brand new game and like nobody can play it, I also yeah. ran into the issue where I couldn't play my game offline, which which was making me I was more angry about that. Um, but I found out the reason why listening to the Xbox drive, um, because I was like, man, I can't even play offline. I, I could download it. Like, what the hell is the problem? And um, I completely forgot because we set this up two and a half years ago. But uh, my console is not my primary console. Kevin console is my primary console. Yeah, and my console is Kevin's sharing. because we do the game sharing thing. So that's why. So I had to connect to play. So I was just out. I couldn't play anything. I was off for like 48 hours. I was like, well, isn't this um, my issue ended up being a, a, a corrupted save file. So I had to re-download the entire game all over again um, to my internal Ooh. drive and then jump back in. I lost a chapter of progress in the cool 115 gigs. Mm-hmm. That happens in no time. Super fun. I wish I wish there was a way to um, universally fix uh, launch server issues. Yeah, there is. Um, wait, what? Yeah, there there will be. It's Steam. called XCloud. It's oh, called yeah. XCloud. Eventually, I mean, that is it. Like, sure. <laughs> eventually, right when they launch their streaming platform, we'll all just beam the game from the server that's running it, and we won't have the issue. We'll yeah. download stuff in the background. I but I I, uh, I also think that like people need to pay more attention pay more attention to what like free to play games have been doing, specifically Apex, because that game launched to unbelievably high numbers and i never experienced a single server issue much smaller, um, different type of game though yeah but we're talking like being able to connect and stay in a in a in a uh my cool my brain just turned off lobby yep that <laughs> like dedicated servers lobbies i, I get stocking that. people for 30 to 40 to 50 minutes and like not having any issues with that. And when I was playing Gears, we couldn't stay connected for more than 10. And, like, that's not uh, that's not 60 people in one place. It was three. Yeah. Um, yeah. And obviously, like I said, there's not a, a be-all, end-all solution because games are diverse. Um, I just wish that there were ways to share trade secrets. I was so thinking... Better and better. Maybe going forward for games like Gears or Halo, maybe offering multiple download solutions... Like they did with uh, Crackdown, 
it's like maybe if you just want to focus on the campaign that opening night, maybe you start downloading that first and play that first and then get the multiplayer later or something like that. Let break that it into the pieces. Only thing they take from Crackdown, please. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, it's yeah. Gears 100, 100 gigabyte game. I mean, it was there were lots of issues. So they had a lot of issues and I felt bad because, uh, like I said, I really enjoyed the game. I thought it was I think I think it's great. Um I think it's one of the better games I've played this year. I think it's one of the better Xbox Game Studio published games that they've put out in recent memory, um, especially like if you take Forza off the table. So I feel like if you remove Forza, it's one of the best Xbox games they've ever put out on the Xbox One generation, in my opinion. It's not my favorite Gears story. If I had to like knock the Gears 5 campaign at all, I, I think the story is kind of... I don't know. It's just kind of filler. Like, it doesn't really advance Kate's narrative as much as I was hoping for and expecting it based off of Gears 4. I was so excited for Gears 5 and have been for such a long time. I was expecting a little more meat on that bone. There are basically, like, two or three moments that give you something, yeah. and then it's, like, Gear 6, which is fine. Like, the trilogy is fine, but, like, Gears oh, part, 2... Part 2 always hurts, for sure. I was like, Gears 2 did a lot more for Gears 3 than I feel like Gears 5 will do for 6. Like, I, I, you know, it's just it's not as much, much there. But outside of the story, though, the production quality and what they've done to the formula are, are very, very impressive. This game is in, like, Naughty Dog... You know, it's in Uncharted, God of War type of levels of production quality. And I can't say that I feel that way about any Xbox published first party game, an exclusive game outside of Forza. Halo? Maybe? Did like do well, you Halo feel 5's, that? Halo 5's gorgeous. Yeah. Halo 5. I'll fight fantastic. I'll fight Halo 4 and 5 are both Halo 4 looks like an Xbox One game and it was made on 360. Mm-hmm. Um I'll stand for both of those visually. So 100%. when I played Halo I get the stories a little more. When I played Halo 5, I also thought the game looked good. I don't think it looks nearly as good as Gears 5. And I and I, I don't think that's like Halo 5's fault. It came out, you know, much earlier than that one, so I won't sure. kill them for it or anything like that. Sure. But I don't think that they're comparable, to be quite honest with you. Um, I think Gears 5, at least in a production quality, um, I think it blows it out of the way. Like, just blows it out of the water. In terms of environments and enemies and the level of detail, the level of detail in Gears 5 is base, is pretty hard to comprehend at times like a, somebody who's played all of the years campaigns um and watched it like gone the, from like muddy to to this <laughs> exactly I mean, one two and three are all kind of like there's even the act one going the on. attack and i'm walking through the attack and like the whole world has that like burning fire yellow whitewash you know through the sunny clouds and you see the level of detail there are papers flying through the street like um i'm not sure if you guys but as you walk down that street there's like a shack right like food and like food is left on the fryer like it's burning like like you could tell that people evacuated in short time that's a type of level of an experience that i have not seen in in halo i've never seen like anything like that i see rooms and pretty walls and you know like things like that but like this felt like a step forward you're talking about immersion yeah, I mean, I was just like, look at this world, and it and it keeps going that way. As you start to, especially get into the open world elements, you start to go into the snow, and you start to go into like the sand area, and you see the level of detail, the the just the amount of effort that has been put into the world, like the details, the knickknacks, the 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 tiny things. I think that set aside, you know, like a God of War Uncharted like experience, and and um, I know 
when the reviews came out, I kept thinking, I kept wondering, like, why does everybody keep referring to God of War? I kept hearing God of War in all the reviews. And it was basically along the lines of Gears tries to change the formula, but this isn't the God of War, you know, next step you were looking for in the Gears. Sure, sure. And, um, I thought it was an interesting narrative because it felt like everybody is expecting every video game to change what they do because God of War did. <laughs> you know, it's like, well, God of oh. War changed everything about this, so everybody else has to. And I thought it was like an unfair thing. And having it's super played, unfair, yeah, 100%. Having played Gears 5, I understood where they're coming from. Like, when you're in that snow area and whatnot, like, you really feel like God of War vibes. And that's what I'm saying. Like, think about that. Sunset Overdrive, Quantum Break... You start nailing, you know, like just throwing out gears like Xbox exclusives. There have been nothing that make you go God of War, Uncharted, you know, like the, you know, it's just like a separate level, especially you talk about single player, you know, narratives or single player focused areas of games. And Man, uh, am I the only person that loved Quantum Break? Jesus. No, 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 no. I want to love it. I just haven't played it yet. Man, I a also love did. time travel stories. So, like, I may be biased. You know what I'm saying? The Quantum Break thing is literally the animation thing that they decided to do. Like, the, the shadowy effect that the character has the whole mm-hmm. time really, like, bothers my eyes. Oh, so, okay. okay. I was really hard for me to ever get into it. I was like, I can't stand. I can't stop. No, that game's, like, distortion heavy. Don't play <laughs> Control because that game's even... That's even, why I haven't. And I'm no. scared. I, get I don't that. be the person that comes in like ruins Josh's dreams <laughs> when I tell him <laughs> how much I don't like it. No, uh, I get that so. completely. <laughs> but uh, no, no. Getting back to Gears, all of that stuff, like the, the destruction and like some of the scenes, like the theater scene, some of the stuff that you do. Um, boy, it's like the, the, you have these tor- like fire tornadoes that you basically slide through at some point in the game. That is so much better than those flare storms. Like it is so. I was like, man, this is really, really freaking cool. Um, it just, it's a next, it's another level. And it's like to me, I looked at it as like, man, the coalition really took a step in a big way towards be, like thinking of like Forza, you know, like Forza Horizon. Like this is a not just a best, you know, exclusive. This is like a best in class. Now I wish the story helped carry it that that way and um maybe the third one will maybe the trilogy will but um if this is like our swan song for the xbox one generation if you will i'm really happy we got it and i'm really excited looking forward to the next one um i do want to talk about a specific point in the game that'll be somewhat spoilery because i've been waiting all month long to talk to somebody about it and uh, um because it's interesting because we've never say never maybe my memory serves me wrong but I don't think we've ever really quite experienced something like this in Gears before. Okay, so let's do a spoiler warning, and I will give you, Donnie, how much time do you need? Do you need two minutes? Do you need one minute? It depends on how much you guys want to talk about it. I mean, I can say it in 15 seconds, but it depends on how much you want to talk about it. All right, I'm going to start a timer. I'm going to give us two minutes here. You should have, if you're listening to the show, you should have beaten it already. It's not my It's not my. <laughs> hey, here's, they here's what like you me. do, Nathan. Here's what you do. You record it. You record the you set a timer and then you just before you post the episode record a little blip in the beginning that's like hey we talk about a spoilery thing and skip minute thirty two to thirty six and you'll be fine. I could do that. It's extra work, I know. <laughs> and this is going to be a quick edit, so <laughs> so let's just go for we're going to limit it at two minutes. Hey, so we tried to limit Donnie to two minutes, but that didn't work. Heavy spoilers for the next 10 minutes, but there is another spoiler a little bit later in the episode as well. Just uh, proceed with caution if you care about the Gears 5 story, um, because there are spoilers ahead. 
and I'm going to have a timer on my watch, and we're going to start it here. Ready? Go, strikes, go. Spoiler warning. <laughs> start. <laughs> All right. So, as you're <laughs> hold as it you're, up. Okay. Sorry. Good. As you're fighting, um, as you're fighting to save the city at the final attack in the last act of the game, right? Um, oh God, not Mira. Um, what's her mom's name? Tell me. Reina, right? Reina, Reina. Um, she comes back. She's live. She comes out. She's all like swarm infested queen, and uh, she takes hold of Dell and JD, and you have to make the choice of which one survives. And she literally kills the other one, just like that. Like, why like, would you choose Dell over JD? I totally chose Dell over JD. But why? Uh, well, because the entire well, one I was never like super fond of the JD character. It really just felt like it just yeah. Vocally, he sounds like budget Nathan Nathan Drake. <laughs> <laughs> Every time he talks, I'm like he's just being Nathan Drake, but he's cheaper. Uh, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 no. Is it because fine. Dell's like got a better relationship with? Uh, yes, and in this game, yeah, yeah, yeah. In this the in this game, they set that up a lot. You spend a lot of time with just Kate and Dell. And, yeah. like, based off this, you do. But, like, JD's just like Marcus Light, and he's just not as cool as Marcus. You know, it's just like, you could <laughs> tell that, like, the coalition was probably thinking of killing off Marcus. So they're trying to, like, find a replacement and shoot him, him in. And it's just, like, generic Marcus. Not as good. He just sucks. Sure, sure. And uh, and in this game, he does. I'm not going to listen to your timer. Um, <laughs> in this game, JD does something that, like, makes everybody mad. He's easier to kill off. But really, the point is. You kill off a character. Now we have to go forward, and there's people out there that didn't kill off JD. And there's people out there where Dell's dead. And I don't know why you want to play that game. That game seems much less fun. But uh, there's people out there that have JD in there, and I, I'm like just very, very interested that you have this this choice of of actual consequence. Maybe they find a way to bring him back or something. But I mean, she pretty much snaps his neck. Looks real dead. And. Um, it's interesting because you do go through a little thing with Phoenix where you get in the car and you kind of ha- he has maybe a moment, kind of a moment. You know, he's still like super John Wayne, but there's basically a moment where he feels like some some regret. And I'm just wondering how that not only like what does that do for Kate and Marcus in the next story, but what does that do for like the series in the next story? Does it like ask you is it with like this telltale thing? It's like previously on Gears, which by the way they totally do in this mm-hmm. game. Yeah, Gears they five, they're like on Gears, and it's super corny and dumb, and I loved it. Oh man, I loved it. It was like on oh, Gears four, so maybe they totally do that, and maybe you can make the choice in Gears six, uh, and just pick up where you left off, or maybe it brings it in from your save. Based on the troubles I had with my save, I'm not like super hopeful on that. Maybe, <laughs> that, maybe that's how that works. Uh, I just thought it was really, really interesting for the series that they put something like that kind of weight into it because they're going to have to bizarre. program around that. That's super bizarre. For yeah. Real. Like, they're going to have to keep that going for the rest of the... Uh, I, I'm assuming in Gear 6, the other one will die. Because <laughs> they can't keep it going forever. <laughs> in Gear 7 and 8, like, it's still remembering this choice you made in Gears 5, but... Oh, man, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't think we're getting a Gear 7 and 8. I think 6 is going to wrap up the, Fe- the, the Phoenix family storyline. At least Marcus's storyline. And if we're going to get Gears after 6, it's going to be about the, like... 300 year colony wars that went on before that. They have a ton of material they can do in there. That's true. I'd be okay with that. And I would I would be I think a little disappointed if they were just like but the locusts are dead again. Like that I'd would be, be okay so lame. The, <laughs> I'd be okay if the coalition did something not gears. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, not even not gears because I know they're going to be a, the company making gears games. Sure, but I, I'm dead serious. I'd be okay with them if they just showed up one day and they had a bleeding edge to show us. Like I'm fine with that, 100. percent Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I'd also like to see him like do weird offshoot story. Like, uh, give me a gears. <laughs> you can't call it gears wars like Halo calls it Halo Wars. But I'd love gears yeah. in different genres. Gears tactics. Gears we talked. We actually had this conversation. I would totally be down for an RTS Gears game, which we're getting a lot tactics. of. And we are getting one of those too. Yeah, yeah. we're getting a top-down XCOM-style Gears game. So please give me that. I want it now. Um, it's super interesting bringing up that part from the story, and I won't. I won't. We can we'll post the spoiler part, so I won't get into details uh, that would give it away again. But like. Every time a studio does something like what you just described, it's always interesting to see what the road forward is. Because, yeah. like, there's the the Game of Thrones trope where, like, if you didn't see it on camera, it didn't happen. Mm. Um, and so, like, they can be liberal with character or side character or tertiary character, like, impacting moments. Um, but also they did that in 4. Right? You straight up kill Reyna. And then you didn't. So. They t- oh, there's a whole act of the game focused on just that in Gears 5. Yeah. So how, how much weight can the ending have if she's she also might not be seeing what's actually happening? Is it or maybe she is and she doesn't know. There's a lot. Yeah, there's a yeah. lot that you can do here. Yeah, yeah, which I think is super, super smart on the coalition's part. Yeah. And people be like, what? And then wait until next time. And that's what I'm hoping for, because Gears yeah. 3 is still like my coup de grace. I mean, I, Gears 3, completing that game, staying up all night with, with my friend, and we were like, we're beating the story now. We need yeah. to know what happens. Like, just yeah. going the fight through hell and back, I was like, oh, I, they're setting that up. Like, the setup is almost, they're parallel. Like, where, where I feel at the end of Gears 5, I feel like we're basically setting up the start of Gears 3 all over again. Like, we're, we're getting there. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see what kind of swerves and, and nods they, they give to us on the way out. Yeah. The There's Lost a... Leg... Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, you, I was going to divert. So if you're going to stay in the same line, go for it. The Lost Legacy vibes, Nathan. The Uncharted Lost Legacy vibes in Gears 5 are deep. Is uh, Lost Legacy good? Yeah, yeah, it's good. I never, it's not, I never grabbed it. It's not... It's not Uncharted 4, like, amazing, but it's definitely good. Don't get me wrong. I enjoyed it. It's good. Um, But Gears 5 feels a lot like that. You have these scripted moments where you're doing your little... So it's basically Uncharted where instead of, like, climbing rocks and sneaking around rocks, you're shooting people. And then, like, everything else is the same. Um, Lost Legacy had these scripted moments where you go through tombs, right? You fight a skull person, you you hop the thing, you you climb a wall, and then you're back out to the open. You get your jeep and you drive around. The 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 two acts where you have this open world navigation are basically the same thing. You nice. you you you'd hop into this building, you clear it out, you shoot everybody, you hop back outside, you get back on your little your little um, skiff they call it, and uh, you jeep around and you find new stuff. And it's cool that they sprinkled in some things that you can do with it. So uh, you can find some upgrades if you want to. You don't have to, but if you want to, you can find some. There's a little story, like little side-off things. Not not the global story, side stories about different characters. And yeah. going back to your point for the future of Gears, I would like to explore non-cog Gears. Like, give me just some village. What's it like living in this, like, 
galactic. Yeah, where these sure. people are constantly fighting. Like, give me somebody completely unrelated and disconnected. You want a gears farming fantastic. simulator? Gears farming. No, he wants a gears. This war of mine. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Because I want a Halo. This war of mine so badly. There's a lot of narratives like that you can planet. do. You yeah, know, like, sure. There's a ton of narrative that you could pull out of something like that. That would that would be impactful. That I would be up for. Um, but these little open world segments really add a lot to the game, and I don't think it was padding. And I had a lot of fun. They made the driving fun. At first, I thought I didn't like it. I was like, oh, I don't know about this. Once you get the hang of it, I was like, ah, it's pretty cool. And uh, the little side stories and the little extras, because I did them all. Of course, I did. I was like, I'm I'm gonna check off every point on this map. Yeah. Um, I thought it was great. I thought it was a great addition for the game. I thought they put it in nicely. I would have liked if it was a little more lived in. There are more things going on, a little bigger. Um, not bigger in size, bigger in stuff. A little mm-hmm. more stuff to do. Yeah. Um, because in every one, you basically do the same thing. But also in every one, if you haven't played the game yet, in every one, if you do all the side stuff, it'll help you beat the boss better. Like if uh, some of the bosses are pretty tough. <laughs> and uh, if you're thinking you're having a hard time, you should probably done the side missions because every one of them, you get like a bonus that directly helps you beat the boss. You don't have to. You can just empty clip after clip after clip into it if, if that's the way you want to go. But if you do do the little side missions, you get a little bonus for it, which I thought was fun, and I liked it. Um, there's also a train scene, like every Uncharted game ever. Like There's totally a thing with a train. And I, as I was playing, and I was like, I can't help but notice the parallels. <laughs> there's just yeah. a lot, yeah. a lot of similarities here. <laughs> so the thing I was going to say that was a diversion, I remember you bringing up JD feels like knockoff Marcus. Um, and I think like the game even does that, like it even proves that. But he's like, uh, like when they're when they're yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, but it's you, like you know he's what literally I'm, like I'm yeah, not saying it like that. I'm not saying it like I'm saying he's just like not oh as god. Cool. What's the well? He's definitely not as cool, but I, I'm he's like the nice version of Fe- of Marcus. You know, he's just like boy wonder. <laughs> and it's just not as you know. It's just like it's not as good. He's just Marcus Phoenix, if he went to church every Sunday, like Captain that's America. It. He's like Goody Boy Marcus Phoenix, and that's bad. Like that's that's not yeah. a that's a bad thing. But Marcus can do that because Marcus has been through some stuff. Like yeah, you, we've been you. on this thing with Mar- Marcus. Is John Wayne? He is Clint Eastwood. He's a he's a badass. <laughs> you know, JD's not. So the idea that you're just gonna like usurp him right in there and like pick up where it's like no, get this out of here. It's phony. You know, it's fake. Like the fans know, like we can, we see what's happening, you know, like they're giving this kid a push and it's like, he's not worthy of the push. That decision in this game is of little consequence. It's really not that much of a spoiler. Nothing changes at all. Really in this game, JD literally leaves for half of the game. He's not even there. So he's, he is a side character. That's why I was saying earlier when we were talking about it, it is a spoiler, but I really don't think it's going to change any. If anything, knowing what happens might make that better. Because, boy, I would hate it if you were oh, like, I'm gonna oh, I'm going to go through the game. If and you look. really wanted to save. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm looking forward to playing through it and knowing something is coming. And actually, like, because I know that thinking about what's happening more in depth than just being like, which one do I like more? <laughs> yeah. And they yeah. they do a real Dude, JD shaves his head and everything. Like he, like it's a whole thing. Like they're really trying to make you. I think you, I felt like they were really trying to make you pick him. Yeah, he's trying to go Walt White. I yeah, guess. they just they didn't give you much of a reason to not pick him. So yeah, Heisenberg. Yeah. <laughs> Heisenberg. <laughs> so anything else you guys want to say about Gears Five? 
Um, I played Horde and I played Escape. I really like Escape a lot, and I want to play it more. I, I thought I would when I was watching the previews and playing the beta. I was like, man, this is cool. It's it's basically Left 4 Dead Gears, but it's got like some some stealth stuff to it because you start with nothing. You literally have to like walk up and stealth kill somebody to get a gun to make your way out. So it's got this whole thing to it, and it's fast. And I think we could have a really good night if we could get three or four people to just sit down for a couple hours and play it on a Friday night and like have some drinks and you know live stream. I think we'd have a blast because it's a lot of fun. Horde is Horde. You know, like Gears made Horde, like that's that's what they do. And uh, it's as good as you expect. I play with Jackbot when I play with Sean. And uh, Jackbot's a lot of fun. It's basically Nathan R2-D2. You basically fly around as R2-D2. You can't really kill anybody, but you can like zap them and it'll the hold them in support. place. Yeah, yeah. But you can like pick up weapons and you can heal people and you can like go grab stuff and you can go invisible. Um, but just like flying around and just zapping people, you're just like... <laughs> And they just get mad and like just kind of like wave at you and whatnot. It's fun. It's a lot of fun playing with Jackpot. And uh, I didn't play the other modes because I'm not that good. So <laughs> I've never really been into multiplayer as much. I played a yeah. little bit of the online mode, like the the whatever they call it, the arcade. Is it arcade? Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, I am not good at that game. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I yeah, didn't yeah. go back in for a second round. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm done. I'm good. And that's why modes like <laughs> and escape do a lot for players like us that, that, you know, can't roll around and pull off shotgun shots around corners and stuff and be awesome, you know, but we can band together and take on waves of enemies mm-hmm. uh, on maps. And with that escape mode is cool. If you like left for dead, like you're on a timer, like it's just like, get out and you've got to go and you got to move. And I think that's cool. I, I, I really enjoy that. I, I feel like I would play a lot of that if I had more people to play with. Fair point. For sure. Caleb, anything else for Gears 5? No, no. I think we summed up everything I had to say about it. Cool. So Pretty I well. want to mention, so we didn't really do like what we've been playing, which is fine. But they added to uh, Game Pass recently Jump Force, which is a game that I've been looking at for a very long time. Um, and I've always kind of wanted to buy it, but never have. It's been on sale left and right, but I've just never pulled the trigger. And I'm glad I didn't because now it's on Game Pass. Yep, that is the game a, pass. That's the Game Pass curse, by the way. Exactly. <laughs> Being like, this is dope. I'm going to buy it. And then it coming out on Game Pass and be like, damn it. <laughs> um, so I played a little bit of that game. It's it's weird. But it, so here's my thing. I love some of the, some of the anime that's in there. So I, Bleach, uh, Rurouni Kenshin, uh, Dragon Ball Z, obviously. Um, and those characters are all in there. But the game is just so, like, bland. It's just yeah. like the fights are cool. Like all it is is like a fight game. That's that's all it is. And you go to this hub planet and then you just load into a battle and you load out and you load in. So I guess it's kinda like I don't know how it relates to the Dragon Ball game that you were playing, Donnie. Um what was it? Dragon Ball Fighter Z? Yeah. I think it may be similar to that, I'm not sure, but it's it's kinda interesting. So I just wanted to mention that it's been recently added to Game Pass. Kinda cool. If you like those characters. It's at least worth a shot on Game Pass. No, I hate fighting games. I when I was a kid, I played Street Fighter and Tekken and Soul Calibur with my uncle and brothers, and they were all better than me. And my uncle used to just like take me to school and not ease up. So I never had I never had a good memory as a kid playing them. Even so I don't really play them. Um, yeah, because I'm real bad at Smash Brothers, but I will I'll play Brawlhalla because I get it. 
For some reason, Brawlhalla works. I've also never owned really a Nintendo system. I was a Sega kid, so I kind of missed out on that. Um, <laughs> he's shaking his head. I want to switch so badly, but until I can afford it, or tell my wife I'm buying it for my kid because she's old enough. She's only two and a half, so she's not old enough yet. But when that happens, we're getting Mario Kart. Don't buy the one with the hand on the box. With the hand on the box? Don't buy the one with the hand on the box. Buy the big red box. Yeah, I work at GameStop, homie. I know what the V2 is. Okay. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Don't, don't worry. I'm, I'm, a, I'm well aware of the battery problems and, and processing and Joy-Con problems. Anyway, um, I do, however, find like obscure fighting games I really like. I got a For Honor hardcore. And like when you play duels, it's just a fighting game. Like there's move lists and blocking and stuff like that. But there's a game on Game Pass called Absolver that if you haven't played, you should, especially if you like fighting games, because it's like it's stance based fighting and you get to build your attack lists so that they move into different stances and you can alter stances on the fly so that you can come at opponents with like, oh, it's so great. I don't know why I love that game so much, but it's so much fun. Um, so if you, if Jump Force didn't do it for you, give Absolver a shot. I'll have to put that on the list. Very cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So y'all excited for Call of Duty next month? Yes. No. Very. First Call of Duty I'm going to buy since Black Ops 2. Are you going to buy it on PlayStation? Because that's where you get the full game. Yeah, I don't. I don't care for the extra mode that's PlayStation exclusive. I'm going to play it on Xbox because Xbox it, is where shooters are better. Is the survive thing, is that like their battle royale thing? I, I saw it, but I didn't watch. It's, it's like, like a co-op thing. Oh, okay. That's their two-on-two thing? I don't. I'm, no, two-on-two is gunfight. That's just going to be in the game. Okay. See, yeah. I play for campaign, and uh, it doesn't matter to me. I pre-ordered Call of Duty two it's months ago. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, yes. Um yeah. Very, very excited. I'm very excited. This looks, boy, that trailer in the PlayStation show, the like the campaign trailer. This game looks amazing. It looks yeah. so good. Every time yeah. I see it, I'm like, that's not, that's not current hardware. Yeah, <laughs> or, no, or I'm like, that's not animated. <laughs> that's just live action. Oh, it's so good. Watch it the looks helicopters so good. come down and their 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 uniforms. Yeah, use shaking. I'm like, man, this isn't a game. What's happening? I'm so excited. So yeah, excited. I'm good. definitely going to be playing it. Sorry, you were to ask a question. Oh, it's okay. And I cut you off. It's it's fine. Um, I just wanted to mention, Donnie. Yes. Um, a game recently went from an Xbox exclusive to being on Switch, and I think you've played it. I have played Ori. How is it on the Switch? Oh, it it looks and runs like it did on Xbox. It looks great. It looks fantastic. Awesome. Uh, you also sign in with your Xbox Live account, yeah. and you also pop achievements. <laughs> and it also like it's when happening, you, guys. It's happening. And when you pop achievements. On your phone, it says achievement unlocked. Ori dash Nintendo Switch version. I was like, oh my god, look at this! This is amazing. <laughs> oh, guys, it's happening! It's finally um, happening! It's happening! I absolutely bought it. I only played to the first checkpoint. Um, I want to get in more, but there's a lot of indie games I'm trying to get through. And I know Ori, like I couldn't beat Ori the first time around. I don't know if I'm gonna really sink in and try to beat it the second time around either. Um, but I'm definitely gonna put some time into it. Wait, and, you didn't uh, beat Ori? Mm-mm. I didn't beat Ori. I, I got frustrated it, in the right? in the the tree escape level and I couldn't get out. Hmm. And I think, uh, I, I think like I stopped after that, but yeah, like Hollow Knight, I was just like, nope, I'm gonna play something else. It's like I love it to love death. Ori. I love, I do love Ori. I love Ori. I love the music. I love the style. I love everything about it, the except that it incredible. points. 
it gets super hard. <laughs> That's the points where I don't like Ori Dude, as much. It, it's super okay to bounce off stuff like that, though. I wrote a thing a few months ago, um, not even a few months ago, a few weeks ago, about bouncing off of games despite like loving them. Like I yeah. never, I never finished uh, Doom, twenty sixteen. Like that game's beautiful, and I loved the music and it, the way it, it mixed in the music and the gunplay and the melee finishers, but something about it just didn't feel right, and I couldn't get into it. I'm like, that's okay. That you can bounce off of it. Hollow Knight, and I love Hollow. I adore Hollow Knight. I championed Hollow Knight on this on our network for a year, and I got to the Soul Master, and like, I'm just not good enough. Like, I can't, <laughs> keep, keep, like thirty times, it's like I can't. I just can't. I'm gonna throw my switch across the room. Like, I think eventually you just have to. I I, I don't know. A lot of people get fed off of that. I think in like you '90s kids, really like those Genesis kids, they love it. They're like, oh, oh, I'm gonna beat the crap out of this hard arcade game, <laughs> dude. I don't. I don't get. I just get discouraged and frustrated. And when I feel that way, I, I don't. It makes me not want to play games at all. So when I feel that way, I stop. And I, I, I maybe I'll come back to it. Yeah. Um, I'll just move on. I'm, I'm hoping that maybe Ori in like a portable form might make it a little easier for me. Um, I also don't know if they changed any of the difficulties or anything. I did notice this time that when I selected my save file, that there were multiple difficulty levels. I don't remember that when I played Ori, but it's been years. I think yeah. I played Ori on Xbox like just normal. I selected easy on Switch. <laughs> maybe that'll, <laughs> yeah. maybe that'll maybe get me that'll through. Work. You know, there's an achievement in that game for beating it without dying, right? That's <laughs> the no, most sadistic achievement I think I've ever seen. I was like, um, what? I died 20 times in one checkpoint. Like, what's. No, dude. Someone's gotten that achievement too, I'm sure. Nice. And also, like, it's funny that I say this now because today I've spent most of the day listening to like some of our very early podcasts. When I when I first started a PSVG, I was always trying to do more of that. I, I was listening to an episode where I was literally like, "I'm going to play Dark Souls." Do I hate Dark Souls? <laughs> like I never play it, but I but think there it was, was on that time. episode. I think it was on. Yeah, that you one. were you were on that episode. <laughs> uh, I can confirm that. There was like early in PSVG, I always wanted to like, I was always wanting to do the things that were popular in the medium. Mm -mm. So like when Dark Souls and Bloodborne, I wanted to play them. I was like, oh, everybody oh, loves sure. it. Sure. And it's funny. It's basically I've been conditioned. You fast forward four years and it's like, I never want to play anything <laughs> like that ever. <laughs> no, dude. I gave Sekiro a chance. I was like, you know what? I'm going to get into a Souls game. I'm going to get into one. I played that game for like three hours. <laughs> I was like, actually, no, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I'm going to get out of one, too. I played for three hours and got out my butt game. I'm really going to get out of this game today. <laughs> I got so into it, I came out the other side. <laughs> and I'm done. That's it. Yep. So I, I think with Ori, I mean, I definitely remember just playing it straight. I think I played it on normal, and that might have been the issue with it. And I, I just never went back to it. Uh, so maybe now having on Switch, being playing my lunch breaks and stuff, maybe I'll get further. I don't know. I'll, I'll update you. But I absolutely bought it. I wanted to support it. And I wanted to see it. I wanted to see how it would look. I was kind of expecting it to look like downgraded or kind of fuzzy. And maybe it does if I like held it up. But I haven't booted up Ori in like a year. Mm -hmm. And just booting up on my Switch, I was like, it looks great. Like this is the Ori that I remember when I had my S back in the day. You know, like it looks fantastic. It's cheap. You know, it doesn't cost much money. It's an absolute win-win. Like people should absolutely buy Ori. Getting achievements yeah. on the Switch. Yeah, I, I was so badly like wanted to message Coach Mo, but he had a game. I knew he wasn't going to look at it, but I was, I was like, this is nuts. I popped like three achievements in my first, you know, thirty minutes. Nice. And I looked at my phone because I saw the achievement unlock, 
on Switch it says achievement unlocked, but it doesn't. There's no Xbox branding, mm-hmm. so it's like it'll really throw you for a loop because it doesn't look like what you expect. It's like this little ribbon that comes over the corner like thing. And I was like, I wonder if that's like a real achievement. And then I saw a menu in the game for them. I was like, oh, so it just must be in-game stuff. And then I looked at my phone and I got points for it. I was like, oh, it's not. It's not a thing. But yeah, uh, also, awesome. when I looked at my achievement list, though, guess what? You can't look at the achievements and games on Switch. Like it's not a list. <laughs> like when I looked at those things, is there a way to look from the Switch? I don't know. I haven't I haven't given it that much time to be honest. Yeah, that's interesting. I played it for thirty minutes and moved on to to other games. I'm trying to clear out newer games. Like I said, man, I'm trying to. I'm still trying to get through Control and Gears and Borderlands before. There's a lot to choose from. Dude. Ghost Recon comes out, and guess, guess when Ghost Recon comes out? Monday, Tuesday. tomorrow night. <laughs> <laughs> I just so. played uh, two hours of Man of Medan. Nope. Dark Pictures. Nope. Spooky. I don't do scary stuff. I don't do scary stuff. <laughs> Is it good yep. though? I played it with my wife, and uh, we played Until Dawn together. She doesn't. You know, she can't play many games. Right. You ever played with somebody that needed to look at the controller before they press the button? Yes. Is that the most like infuriating, frustrating thing you've ever seen? <laughs> Especially when, they're, like, when it's timing based, and you're like, oh. they look at the screen. And the screen puts up a prompt. It's like A, and they go, they they'll read it out loud. They go, A, A. <laughs> And they back up the screen. You're like, what are you doing? Give me the controller. <laughs> and I hate to like shame somebody like that, but you look at somebody, you're like, we're going to be here forever. <laughs> and uh, there are some moments in the game where they have like these uh, quick time events where it pops up and you've got to like drag your cursor into a target and then hit a button. She got like one of eight of those. And I think it was just oh, because yeah. when they popped up the first one, it was nearby. Because by the time like her brain recognized it, she was like this one point. There was a ghost, like try to shoot it, and I was like, Sh- shoot the ghost. <laughs> she did it. She's just like, what? Huh? How? I was like, trigger. She pulled the trigger. I was like, you gotta move the stick. <laughs> <laughs> How can you not get this? <laughs> um, anyway, um, I played two hours of it, and I'm pretty sure I'm gonna go trade it in tomorrow. And I, I don't want to like. I don't want, I know like Josh and Kyle liked it. I know this game said that there's a lot of bugs. I had no bugs. No bugs. Game ran well for me. Like no issues. It's just bad. <laughs> um, the 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 dialogue is real bad. Uh real bad. <laughs> and if you want to know how bad, my wife's sitting there and she's like I I tell her I'm like, "Hey, we're going to play this game together. It's like that scary game we played on PlayStation with the teenagers." And she's like, "Ooh, I like that game." I was like, "Right, it's good. So we're going to sit down and play it." We were like 30 minutes into the game and she looks at me and she goes, "This isn't as good." <laughs> so that's it's not just my opinion. She's like, "Well, no, that's that's the that's the opinion you take to the bank." Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> and then when we finished the first chapter, we played the first two chapters. When we finished the first chapter, she goes, it's kind of boring because <laughs> it is it is kind of boring and it's like sluggish you kind of walk around and like walking around it's it's like tank controls it feels because every time you walk into a different frame you get a different camera so it feels like old or resident evil where like it's directional so like you're walking forward by pressing up and all of a sudden the camera changes and up is backwards so then you like your character oh, looks dumb worst. into a wall and spins around and when they walk like their arms don't move so they all just kind of look like androids, like shuffling around. It's just, I I don't want to kill it. Josh and Kyle had a had a great time with it. Um, we're two chapters in, and 
it was kind of boring. We were playing in the movie mode where we're passing the controller. We each care, uh, controller own different characters. Maybe it's better co-op. I know they played a co-op. Maybe that adds a lot to it. Uh, maybe playing with somebody that knows how to play games speeds it up a little bit. So maybe it is on me. I'll take some credit. I'll take some blame there. Uh, but as my wife, we played Until Dawn and we beat the game together. And we had a blast. And I loved that game. And as somebody who loves that game, we sat down and played it. As my wife said, it's not as good. <laughs> like it's just, <laughs> She didn't say as good. She was like, it's just it's not good. And it's really not. It's kind of just bleh. Maybe it gets better. Maybe at the end it's like awesome, but I don't see it. Yeah. I don't think. And uh, you know what? If it is, they didn't do enough to get me to want to see it either. So I I have a question. Is it not good, like game not good? Or is it not good, like most horror movies not good? It's not like in the campy not good. Like Until Dawn was campy not good fun. Oh, okay. 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 Girl taking a bath and candles and the lights go out and all. Like that's, that's. (laughs) Oh my god, that's so cliche. I love it. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love horror movies. I have and I love slasher horror movies. I'm all about that. That's why I love Until Dawn so much. This is not nearly that good. Not even close. The dialogue and some of the jokes that these characters say to each other, like the way they say and a lot of the, the way they say things to each other. Um at one point I was talking today, it was in chapter one, it was very early, and I was talking to um the actor that they have playing in the in the thing and i was the captain of the boat and the boat is still like we're anchored there are people diving under the boat we're on the boat the boat is not going anywhere and a dialogue popped up and it said something like you need to watch your speed and obey the laws and i sit there i'm like why would we say that right now we're not moving what is she talking about why is this option there were a lot of moments like that um where either like a corny joke or a side statement or something that somebody says, you're just like, oh, oh, it's not. Oh, I hate when like dialogue doesn't match what's happening when it in hits a game. When it just lands poorly and you're just like, oh, <laughs> that was funny. Oof. You know, <laughs> this was this was read in our room and everyone laughed. <laughs> exactly. Somebody thought they were on to something here. And yeah. It's, it's not. Uh, my wife and I both looked at it a couple times and we just looked at it like glances. My wife was like, at one point, my wife was like, are you sure you don't want to watch um, Netflix? Because we, we were like, <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. Like, we were so bored that we were literally looking, uh, looking for other things to do. You're wasting each other's time now. Now I'm wasting her time. It's just like I could be <laughs> else. Yeah. Uh, so uh, again, I know a lot of people killed it for a lot of the the issues that it had. I did not have any issues. It was, it ran for the most part really good. It looks pretty good. Not great. Looks good. I was actually planning. I was hoping today. I was like, I'm gonna play Man of Medan, and I'm gonna come on this podcast tonight and tell you the Xbox should buy super massive games because Until Dawn was awesome and Man of Medan. And after playing, I was like, you better not. y'all better not better not don't do that please don't do that (laughs) well and shifting gears if I can get it gears well um, a couple days ago (laughs) oh come on a couple days ago they had a reveal for the triple force Friday stuff do you know what that is by the way triple force Friday no what no okay so there's a new Star Wars movie coming out. Didn't know if you knew this or not. Big deal. December. And before... It, a- it is. It's the end of the what? saga. 
Why? It's the end of the Skywalker oh, no. story. Oh, no. Oh, no. I didn't. Three of these ends of the saga already. Is it, though? Is it <laughs> I, really? uh... Saga, Nathan? Are you one of those people that didn't, that doesn't like the new Star Wars movies? Oh, no, I'm not. Okay. Nathan, I, I was, like. was going to sign off. <laughs> I actually really like the Star Wars, especially the new ones. I like the new ones a lot. Okay. My issue with the Star Wars movies is that uh, I said this a bunch, and when I say this, people cringe, so I'm, I'm preparing you a little bit. They all feel very, like, paint-by-numberish at this point. They're very repetitive, and after so many times of seeing the hype and the lines at the, the movie theater and people dress up in their, their robes and bring their lightsabers, like, it feels like the hype. Like, I don't understand why I'm hyped anymore. Like, I was really hyped for the first, you know, in this trilogy. And having gone to the second one and now this one, like, I'm not even going to go see this one. Theater, Isn't Chucky the same movie every time? Here's why. Isn't no. Saw the same Ooh. movie every time? <laughs> Chucky, no, not even close, Nick, no. Uh, but here's the thing. The reason I'm not going to go see Star Wars in theater day one like I did for the other ones is I'm pretty sure that we're going to start the movie. The good guy is going to go on some quest to realize that they weren't as wise and smart as they could be. They're going to fight the big bad. They're going to find some, you know, adversary or something to overcome. They will. They will beat the bad guy. And then the universal cheer. And it's like every Star Wars movie basically does this. It's like a paint by numbers thing. And I'm not saying that's bad at all. I like wrestling and that is wrestling. And that's the comparison. I make it all the time. It is wrestling. It is. Like, you have a baby face that you shine up the whole time. You have a heel that you use to make the baby face feel like they need to overcome something. And then they do. And we all go home happy. And, um, I don't know. I just want, I, I want to be surprised and I want to swerve and I want a story that means something, you know, like I really want to like get into the lore of this galactic war that's going on. Like it's so grand. And I feel like we miss all of it because we just focus on these two characters and like the same thing happens every time. I mean, how many giant, battle stations can they build to to lose by somebody pressing the magic button that blows it all up they literally built a planet into one of them and they were like nope we blew it up in one movie like why is anybody ever scared of the empire ever at all they get beat by a band of like 15 flunkies every movie <laughs> like every one of them they always lose i don't get it it's just like what are, what are we fighting anymore? Like, I feel like you could almost make a reverse trend. You could do YouTube videos saying that, like, the the Empire are the victims. Like, they're just getting beaten over and over and over. I don't know. Maybe I'm just bloodthirsty or something. I just Maybe. want some. It's like, dude, after, after eight or nine, it's like, okay, I get it. Like, can we do something else? Anything else? Anything different? Yeah. I feel like Last Jedi was wildly different because, like... The, the Rebels didn't win at all. They lost everything. There's like 30 people left. Stayed. Like, they're all still alive. Nah. <laughs> they, lost their, they lost their entire fleet. They lost, they, they lost like four ships, and they lost the one. And here's the other thing. That's the other thing I was going to say. I'm sorry to interrupt you. When they do kill people, like when they kill off like one of the good guys, it's like a person they just brought into the movie. Or somebody that's, like, so far away from, like, the periphery of, like, the main thing going on, like, with Han. But, yeah. like, who's the general right over the ship? Like, she just comes in and she's out. Yeah, Holda. <laughs> oh, 
Or like when they blow up a planet, it's like a planet of people you've never seen before. Like you see them looking up to the sky, like I don't know who any of these people are. It's so well, you didn't I, know anybody on Alderaan, but that still hurt. I, I, they blew up Coruscant in the first movie. Uh, <laughs> this is I, your fault now. <laughs> I have been like such a hater on this entire show. I don't want to be, but like you strike a chord with me, Nathan, on this because it's like, dude, there's like nine of these already. Like I, do you come, guys, do you guys not watch the Marvel movies? But they did well. They do different stuff like all the time. Like, dude, yeah. like killed Iron Man. I was like in tears. <laughs> that was the twenty-second of twenty-three movies. Like, he snapped everybody out, and that ended the movie. He killed half of everything. He watched everybody slowly die. Nah, and that was that had no weight for me because I knew there was another one coming out, and that I knew I knew we were getting a Black Panther. I think we're getting a Black Panther 2 and a Spider-Man 2, and they both turned to dust, so it didn't hit me that hard. No, You, you have a good point. Uh, and like I said, it's not that it's wrong. Wrestling does the same thing. It's This is a, yeah. a tried-and-true like story approach, right? The hero's journey. Like This is a good thing. Um, so I'm not like killing any. I'm going to watch it. I'm just not going to be there day one paying $20 a ticket for my entire family to see it again in theaters because it's like... I kind of feel like I know it's going to happen, and I know the story's all in the details. But I think I think I agree that like it's easy to get to that point um, with the Star Wars movies. I for some reason have this feeling that Rise of Skywalker is going to be crazy. Like I've I've been talking with a bunch of people about like possibilities, and like have you seen the photos of the Knights of Ren that Empire posted yesterday? Mm-hmm. Uh, they look like death troopers and they're holding like assault rifles and wearing masks that look like skulls and like there's a I feel like there's more to come in this movie that can be darker than even like Revenge of the Sith was because I think I think that like Dark Ray with a red double-sided lightsaber is a clone and I think that like the Knights of Ren are going to be weird distorted clones and that like I, I don't know there's so many things in this movie that could just be like like Carrie Russell's character might be Mara Jade because someone the other day found a, a note in the Star Wars experience down in you know, down in uh, Disney that was a there's a there's a note on the inside of a bathroom stall that uh, someone translated and it says Mara Jade lives hmm. so like Ray could be Luke's daughter and Carrie Russell's character, who's a Mandalorian who obscures her identity, could be Ray's mom coming back, and it's actually Mara Jade Skywalker. And I don't know, like, there's so many things that I actually don't know about this one that have me excited again. And uh, don't get me wrong, I I probably said the same or similar things about every other Force one. Awakens and Last Jedi. So I'm I'm not above seeing the fanboy in me um, at all, but. Uh, I don't know. I've, so my I'm, thing is, dating back to like the original, the one thing that I've always, I've kind of teased Nathan in our in our Discord over the years is, I'm always asking every time one of these come around, I go, why was anybody ever scared of Darth Vader? Why is he like, why does he strike fear? And every time we saw, like he always lost. And the same thing for for Anakin, and the same thing for Kylo. You know, it's just like there is no big bad. They all just they all just lose, seemingly on the first try. What? Vader kills Obi-Wan the first time you see him fight. And then he yeah. cuts off Luke's hand. But at the time, when you watch it, at the time, right? Yeah. The first movie, when you watch it, like, he's the first person. He's not, 
he's not Luke, right? It's the beginning of the movie. You know he's not, like, the thing, the Obi-Wan. And then you find out later, Obi-Wan, like, basically chopped all of his limbs off and beat him to a pulp. You know, <laughs> he, so had, it's like, he had the high ground. Donna. He beat the old version of him. He beat up an old man. Like, and it's one dude out of all of these people, but he walks around. He's like the most feared person in all of the internet. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Because like of all the memes and you know what I'm saying, right? Yeah yeah, like, yeah. 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 Like every, like he's everybody's, you know, evil villain. And it's just like, I don't get it. Like he's the also Joker's. the only guy in the universe using, the force anymore which is terrifying we're getting into like lore discussions about star wars and i'm completely unqualified for this um but i do remember thinking because there's that moment in the force awakens where they're talking about the stories they heard of luke and the jedi and all this and han goes it's all true like that was huge to me because in the movies he's like that's eh, all in the first trilogy he's like that's all superstition dude yeah 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 like nobody has the force and then they see Han do it or Han no sorry they see Vader do it and like yeah. the look on Han's face when he shoots Vader in the hand and Vader's like no uh, like I don't know like those those movies are weird I also saw him as a kid so Vader was scary to me because Vader was scary to me but as I go back and watch him I'm still and I think like, that's most of it that's yeah. most of it yeah and then you get Rogue One. And the end of that movie, and you go, oh, <laughs> that's why everybody's scared of him because he wipes out entire crews. And that might be my favorite one. That movie's so good. I will I never argue that's about one that thing movie that... being incredible. And, and that's what I've always wanted from Star Wars. I wanted more of that. Like, give yeah. me more of that. Get You're off hoping of this. the Game of Thrones guys go and make something great, and that Ryan Johnson's series is also great. I, I just want. If you saw Solo, I just want to see the the continuation of the Crimson Dawn mm-hmm. or whatever. I want to see the continuation of like Darth Maul's crime syndicate and coming after Darth Vader and and, and the Emperor for abandoning him. And ah, give me dark Star Wars, please, all day. I just want R-rated Star Wars. <laughs> so before we went on this Donnie dive, yeah, how do we get here? <laughs> Donnie got triggered, man. <laughs> I was saying, Donnie, that Force Friday happens oh, yeah. before a uh, a movie comes out. They release all these pieces of content and merchandise and things like that. Anyway, they had a live stream where they announced what was coming out. And one of the things was a an Xbox One X and an Xbox One S bundle with the, uh, the new Jedi Fallen Order game. Cool. And basically, it's the same price as an S or an X. And they just are tossing in uh, the Star Wars game with, uh, not Game Pass, uh, EA Access. So that's all I was going to say. Is it a specific system or is it just a regular system with the game? It's the regular system with the game. So it's an X and an S. So both Dang of Dang it. How awesome would it be to get an Xbox One X that looks like the old Tome of the Jedi Order? Oh, that'd be so good. So it looks like you got a giant book on your shelf, but instead it's an Xbox. Or like a holocron or something like that. That'd be cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that before we went on your your dive, Donnie, that's all I wanted <laughs> before, to say. Before Donnie ranted for thirty minutes, like <laughs> it was <a> triggered. <laughs> you don't understand. I have to live with this constantly. Every time a Star Wars movie comes out, and Nathan and his and his followers <laughs> just reverberate how great it is over and over and over again. I'm just like, 
feel like my words fall on deaf ears. There's got to be ever... somebody else out there that doesn't just slurp up everything with Star Wars logo on the front of it. I can send you to a few places. You won't like them any better, though. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever uh, thought that maybe you're just a curmudgeon, Donnie? Kind of, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's a thing. That's <laughs> definitely a thing. Uh, okay. Well, anyway, is there anything else that you guys wanted to talk about this month on our episode? Now, getting to Yoda... No, I'm just. No, <laughs> I mean, for a minute, I was actually like, "Hold on," and then I realized, "No, no, no, no!" That Yoda moment where he pulls that lightsaber is dope. That was great. That was totally oh, worth going to see in theaters. Oh yeah, I remember being 12 and seeing that, and the whole theater screaming. Exactly. Like, yeah, that was heaven. totally worth it. I'm awesome. in heaven. Uh, um, I don't know about anything else to talk about that I specifically want to bring up. I mean, Ghost Recon's Monday. Mm-hmm. Pump for that game because stealth, tactical stealth, uh, military shooters are my jam. Splinter Cell for life. Um, but yeah, I don't nothing game wise that I think is huge. We already talked about everything that is to me. Mm-hmm. How about you, Donnie? Good. Very good. Well, I am getting tired, and so I am going to say that that's good for me too. And uh, I wanted to thank you guys again for joining me. Caleb, thank you again. Where can folks find you? Um, you can follow me specifically at Lubwub, L-U-B-W-U-B, everywhere. Uh, same on Instagram, Twitter, Xbox, PlayStation, all the important places. Uh, if you want to follow Nerdy Bits, because there's some weird blog that hasn't posted since 2011 on Twitter, we're nerdy underscore bits, and on Instagram, we're underscore nerdy bits. Um, you can watch our streams on Nerdy Bits TV, um, and you can follow us on YouTube at Nerdy Bits TV as well. Very cool. Donnie, oh, what you got? Play Nintendo, as it has been for a while now. Universal everywhere, just like Nerdy Bits. So, playing Nintendo ain't no G in playing Nintendo. <laughs> I love it. true. Shout out Sean Capri. Um, And I did want to say there has been a a change in our sister show, the Xbox Drive. Um, Best wishes to Luke and his new endeavors. Looking forward to see what comes next. And, of course, Sean, we're still going to be in the passenger side of your best friend's ride trying to holler at me. So there we go. Oh, that's so good. I love it. (laughs) Um, But that's it for us this month, ladies and gentlemen. Empire is, uh, is in a good spot. We got Game Pass. That's all we need. No that more Death we Stars. Need. We just need Game Pass. Yeah. The Empire would be fine if they even launched a subscription service. <laughs> uh, Disney Plus is coming. So, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, no. oh that's perfect. This is Thank out. you. Thank you for joining uh, this month. The state of the Xbox has never been stronger. This has been a PSVG production.
Any music, sound effects, or the like is owned by their respective copyright holders. No infringement is intended. The views expressed in this production are those of the individual contributor and may not necessarily reflect PSVG. This production may not be repurposed, reused, or redistributed without the express written consent of PSVG. PSVG is powered by patrons at patreon.com PSVG. Become a patron to get special perks, including access to exclusive content.